Hi there, this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is Alex Rodea, a longtime domain investor and the founder of the audienceportal.com domain marketplace. Today, Alex and I discuss how an early career in sales at Radio Shack paved the way for his entry into domain investing. Alex also reveals the one game-changing thing every domain investor needs sooner rather than later. We also discuss how refining his strategy of quality, quantity, and time led to laser-focused domain investing across four industries. And last but not least, Alex shares a few sales as well as a new strategy he's perfecting to move from single to portfolio domain purchases. So with that, Alex, welcome, and thank you for making time to join us today. Alvin, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I think you provide a lot of value for all domain investors out there. And uh, I'm excited to, uh, to have an interview with you today. Let's yeah, yeah, certainly. Thank you so much. So to kick things off, Alex, briefly share with our, our listeners at a high level just a bit about yourself, who you are, your personal and professional background. You know, I, I, I found myself uh, to be a domain investor kind of by accident. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was uh, in college, and uh, one of my my first jobs were um, were a sales guy. I was a sales guy at a Radio Shack, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if Radio Shack is still around. But uh, uh, back in those days, we were uh, selling you know electronics, cell phones, and we were actually getting uh, base pay and commission pay if you sold like phone contract and stuff like that. So that, that was my, my first uh, job and in, in, into sales. And uh, on the side, back then I used to uh, uh, buy and sell laptops, fix them up, flip them on eBay uh, sort of thing. <clears throat> so I was always looking for uh, ways to collect a little bit more money uh, <laughs> and, and support myself through, through college. Just doing research, reading and whatnot. Um, I kept seeing uh, people selling domain names, flipping domain names, and uh, for for a lot of money, I was like, "Oh wow, this 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 is this is something." And and the whole, um, you know, since domains are not a tangible asset, that was very appealing to to sell uh, products like you know laptops, cell phones, uh, whatever. You you have to have a warehouse or at least storage space and and right. uh, everything like that. So I was like. Uh, domains is uh, is something. So started investing in domain names early two thousands. Oh, so this is like right before I guess the dot com crash then, or yes. or ni- yeah, near- I missed that. I missed that boat. I missed that boat. <laughs> the the dot com boom and the crash. I missed that boat. Uh, you know, I missed the I missed a lot of things. I missed the the Bitcoin uh, 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 <laughs> boat too. So. Um, in in recent times, that that's the latest one I can think of that that I missed. So, like back in the early two thousand, so when you stumbled up on domain investing and figured out it was a thing, rather it was a whole new world for you. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you stumble up on it? Was it that you went through Name Pros, DN Forum, or just how did it come actually I, come about? I think I read an article. That's kind of what sparked uh, my interest. Uh, um, and then next thing I know, I found myself on Name Pros. I did. Uh, I got I got on Name Pros. Uh, started reading and learning a little bit. You know, back in the day, there was only really one platform, and that was Sidu. Uh, they were the only ones around that were uh, really kicking. <laughs> uh, and the big sales, you, you know, you you saw on there. They used to report the sales. I think right. they don't anymore. They used to have like a feed you could you can kind of see all the sales and I was like oh wow fascinated right so that's how I started I hand registered a bunch of names terrible <laughs> names at first I must admit <laughs> uh, you know I I didn't really know the what norm. I was doing back then <laughs> right right it was like um, it was I call it registration excitement right registration excitement right right so so if you're a new domain investor. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, I want to I want to say this. If you uh, remember anything out of this uh, podcast, remember this one thing. Try to get a mentor. OK, try, try to find somebody or join like a uh, like a mastermind group or something like that. Don't pray and pray, as I call it. You know, <laughs> don't just register a bunch of names. <laughs> so, and hope for so the best. I, 
and for, hope for the best. That that's that's the wrong way. So so if you, if y'all remember anything, you, you may or may not listen to a, the whole podcast here. I might not be that interesting, uh, but remember this: just, just get a mentor, join a mastermind group. Um, I'm a big proponent of reaching up. Definitely. So then in terms of those, like, do you remember any of the names that you originally registered? I, I, I do. I believe one of my first, I only remember the sales. I, I had terrible names. Uh, <laughs> I think I registered a bunch of that Mobies too. Never sold one. I actually, you know, here's the fun fact. I registered some dot tell. Wow. So dot, so dot T E L, right? Not TEL. Okay, so I registered uh, and sold the .tel. I might be the only guy on the planet that ever sold the .tel. I don't know, but I did. <laughs> uh, I, I registered Flint.tel back then. Flint.tel. F-L-I-N-T.tel. Yeah. Um, the only reason I, I remember registering that name is because it was actually a city in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Yeah, that's uh, what I was like, actually thinking. Uh, so I was like, okay, it sounds like a cool name. I'll, I'll register it. So I registered like maybe 40, 50 .tells. I don't remember, but that one sold. And there's a, uh, a long story short, I think a CEO or some somebody in Florida, Flint Telecom, called me one day. I was in class in college, and they're like, uh, you're the guy that owns this name. Uh, would you be interested in selling it? And I'm like, uh, sure. And yeah, no, no problem. So uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was the dot tell, uh, dot mobies. Uh, they were terrible. And then how much do, do you call how much you sold it for? My first four figure sale. Mm. I was, yes. Uh, I, I think it was maybe 1500 bucks. Something like nice. That. That, hey, man, that, that goes a long way in college. I, I know, right? I know. So uh, <laughs> that, that was my uh that was that was one name and then um cyberpacker i remember this one cyberpacker.com uh that one uh sold to some sort of bodybuilding e-com back then store or something but you you know i have no idea why i registered these names they just sounded cool to me i I didn't have a (laughs) system or a process or that might have been i think cyberpacker might have been my first sea sale ever So then, uh, so then was it one of those things? So your strategy then we'll say was, was uh, spray and pray, but you know, like in terms of registering, was it that you were just, you know, putting things together and then it was just kind of like, if it was available, Hey, I'll buy it. Or like, what was your thought process during that time? Back then? uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, well, you know, I like keywords like online or cyber or the dot tail. I don't even remember why I registered those. Honestly, I think they were just (laughs) launching and I'm like, they sound cool. It's bad strategy right there. So, however, I did sell one and I don't know anybody else that has sold dot tail. So I figured make for a good story. So there you have it. But I think that that you hit on an interesting point because, like you said, you had forty to fifty of these dot tails, but you only sold one. And while some people can say, "Hey, you you were successful," the reality is, it's kind of like, well, that's one out of forty. And probably when you look at that ratio versus the ratio where you're at today in terms of some of your dot com uh, sales, you know, it pales in comparison. And so, so yeah, so then, so you did that for just hand registering, spraying and praying for how long? Was that like a couple years, five years or? Probably for, for five years. I did started buying better names. Uh, you know, back then it was uh, snap names um, mm. and name jet. I did started buying some, some better names. Yeah. I didn't really have a strategy. I, I didn't really know how to, uh, my problem was. I didn't know how to price correctly. Right? Hmm. I think it's very important to. And, and how were you pricing? Just based on other people's feedback, which is is and you know which is really bad advice. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> because you know because uh, you know somebody in uh, India might be happy with uh, three hundred dollars for a dot com or something like that, but I just didn't have a process. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I was like, uh, 
for five, six years, uh, probably breaking even. Mm. And um, I was ready to be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to turn the key on this. It's kind of like a hobby, you know, right. it's, it's, I'm going to either have to turn the key on this or I got to get really good and figure, figure something out. So kind of transitioned from there into, um, you know, I decided that, okay, I, I got to get a mentor. Uh, it's, it's, there's just no other way. There's just, you know, so many podcasts, so many articles. I was getting advice from left and right uh, and kind of information overload. So <laughs> I, I decided that, that, you know, a couple of hundred names are not, are not going to cut it. They were terrible names. In retrospect, I should have probably dropped 99% of them, uh, which I have, and I need to start over. So, um, yeah, that's 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 what I did. I, I decided to start over, basically. Wow. So, so five years in now, it's not to say that that it was a colossal failure. I mean, you had some you had some I, Easter eggs along the way. I'll say. I did. I did. Uh, it luck. I call that luck. A beginner's <laughs> luck. <laughs> It's like, hey, yeah. a clock is right at least twice a day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. and so that's kind of uh, the same strategy. It was kind of like, well, out of the couple hundred names, you're you were going to sell the the odds are that you're going to sell probably a handful of these names. But where you really, uh, or at least what you were alluding to here, is where you're where you were hoping to was really get um, a consistent process and, exactly. and being able to determine when and where and, and the likelihood of a purchase so that basically one that would help you with cash flow management and uh, the, the great renewal monster that's always knocking at the door of investors. But yeah, so, so you start over and uh, I mean, kind of walk us through that moment where you just kind of said, you know what, I've got to start over. I've got to flush the proverbial toilet of right, right. <laughs> Of all these, you know, domains down the down the drain and just start over. Mm-hmm. Kind of what was your mindset and what was the first action that you took to write the course? Well, uh, my I, I remember uh, I was reading, um, you know, Mike Mann, uh, he, the, the man. Uh, <laughs> he, he's one of my uh, uh, favorites of all time. Um, you know, I'm like, wow, this guy has, I was like, he has like a collection of I can't remember back then, 200,000 names. And then he has these pretty monster sales, I'd say, consistently every month. Right. But I'm like, well, however, I don't have millions of dollars to buy, you know, 200,000 names. So I started started studying uh, him a little bit. This is before I reached out to him. Um, so, yeah, I started studying him. I started building my own process the, for the first time. Really, in domain investing, there's only two paths I see you can take. You can do the quality route, or you do the the the. You can get into the quantity route, like Mike Mike Mann was doing. Hmm. So the the quality right route is great if you can't afford to do that. Um, and and when I say that, I'm I'm you know I'm referring to some guys out there. I won't say any names. Some big guys <laughs> that. Uh, you know, they own a couple of hundred names of singlewords.com, you know, three letters.com, the stellar names that they've acquired 20 years ago, you know, in the dot-com bubble or before right. or right after, right about then. And, and that's great. But those names would cost, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000. Right. You have to put a lot of capital in to play the quality game uh, and to go the quality route. I'm going to pick Rick as an example because I think I think he's a great guy, uh, Rick S. Uh, his, his last uh, tweet here not that long ago, he said he waited 24 years to sell, you know, this uh, amazing one word dot com or something like that. I, I can't remember. And uh, that's great. But I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to wait 24 years to make this crazy $250,000 sale. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm more the guy, you know, Rick is right off here. He's selling the, the Ferraris. I'm, I'm the guy right below him selling like Toyota Camrys. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. So you can play the, the, the quality game. Mm-hmm. Or you can play the quantity game and, and do some adjustment. I, I like to leverage uh, quantity 
to minimize the time in between the sales, which would translate into cash flow. So, so right. that, that's, that's how my model works. It's actually not rocket science. It's, you know, you got quality on one side, one lever, and you got quantity. So uh, what I did is, is just tweak things to meet quality and quantity to minimize the time between, between a sale. Probably took me a couple of years to get really good at it. Right. Um, so then I acquired, um, you know, I buy, I like hand registering names. I think there's a lot of opportunity in hand registering names or very cheap back orders or uh, I, I don't really like to go on auctions and battle for uh, you know for the big big names i avoid that if i can so let me ask you this so because you hit on an interesting point so you have the levers there of quality quantity and then yes. obviously you know pulling those lever changes it, it's really it, you touch any one of those and it changes the other um so it's almost exactly. like a, you, you you're trying to find that that perfect equilateral triangle um the fine line there's the fine line between right. quality and quant i'm always chasing that fine line between <laughs> quality and quantity to tweak the time between sales correct uh, i'm to a point where now i can say i know i'm gonna have uh, at least one inbound deal a week which is awesome. great to say something like that uh so and i know i'm gonna to have, predict the uh the amount I can somewhat accurately predict the amount. However, I can predict with accuracy that I, I, I can have between three and five deals a month. Okay. So uh, month after month, I, I know that's what I'm going to have. And I need to make, you know, just tweak different, different adjustments in my portfolio. And uh, uh, I can control that. Uh, with Also, price pays a, pays a big... Uh, a big role in the equation too. Um, right. Obviously, you can't. You know, you're not going to sell hundred thousand dollar names every month or anything <laughs> like that. So, uh, again, I'm the Toyota Camry sales guy. <laughs> I, you know, five thousand and under, five thousand and under, the Nissan Maximas, right? Exactly. Not, not the Ferraris. So, <laughs> yeah. So that 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 way you can produce some cash flow. Right. That and and that was then what was appealing to me. So because you know. Because I think for you, there's, there's, and um, like I said, you know, definitely keep me honest here, but it, it, it appears to be there is, you found this quality, quantity, and time mechanism yes. that, that, that's working well for you in such yes. a way that one, because of the quantity, you're having to replace those domains. So obviously, but the domains have to bring in X amount you know, in terms of revenue, as well as most importantly, profit, but at the same time, because you're a full-time domain investor. So I'm assuming then that, you know, you, you probably have to be very careful in terms of how you price things, because there is a bit of what you live off of, but as well, there is probably also that reinvestment piece um, as well, I would assume. Exactly. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you, you have to, um, come up with a system that will pay for renewals and you got to have a little bit of meat on the bone for, for yourself too, right? So pricing wise, uh, let's talk about price for a second. The pricing strategies, um, my, my pricing strategy is simple. You know, I break names down in three buckets. Names that are 5,000 and under, first bucket, uh, 5,000 to 10,000, and then 10,000 and over. You know, you get into five figures. Super simple, three buckets. <laughs> uh, so when I when I buy a name, I, I uh, you know in, in two minutes I know which bucket's gonna fit. The velocity of sales is in the first bucket, the the five thousand and under. That that's kind of the sweet spot, I think, uh, especially for for uh, bin pricing for buy and now pricing. The majority of the sales will happen in in that bracket. I think it's also easier to to put a domain purchase that's five thousand and under on a credit card without you know having to do bank transfers. Right. I'm thinking path of least resistance here, right? Like when you price something, if it's going to be ten grand, chances are your prospect will have to make a bank transfer. Right. Uh, that can complicate things. It can take days. They might change their mind. I don't know, but something might happen. 
Yeah, that's a that's a deep that's a deep psychological thinker right there. When when I have to go make or wire a bank payment, yeah, versus swiping, I'll swipe. You know, shoot, swipe for gas, swipe for chips, swipe for dinner, swipe for domain. But when I have to bank wire, that's a different that's a different mindset. Exactly, can be. Exactly. So uh, five thousand and under, it's where you're gonna get you know most sales. Right. Path of least resistance is easy. Um, you know, you can put it on a corporate card, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, the, and the next bracket would be somewhere between five and and ten. Um, mm. Would be the second bracket. I think you 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 can you can get a couple of a month of those if you know what you're doing. And then obviously the hardest would be you know ten ten to twenty and bucket number three would be ten thousand <laughs> and over. Right. Those don't happen very often, uh, but they do. They do happen. So as far as pricing goes, simple. Three buckets. It's uh, first, second, or third bucket. You know, um, I like to keep things simple. I like to keep things, uh, you know, path of least resistance. Well, you know, if I, if I was a prospect, what, you know, what's the process here, you know? Right. Um, and then um, a skill that I didn't have initially. I didn't know how to price names. I didn't really know how to price names till I asked for some help. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I asked the man, uh, hey, I, I want to I want, I be, uh, you know, be like, I want to be mentored by him. So, of course, he's a busy, busy guy. He, he told me no. I reached by email. Mike man I, denied I, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he did. He did. And uh, he said, no, I don't have time or I don't do mentors. <laughs> I think I wrote him like two, three emails. And then finally, I kept bugging him. This was years ago. <laughs> uh, and then he said, tell you what, I'll do. Um, if you have deals and you're, you're negotiating deals, just just email them over to me and uh, I'll look over and give you some advice. So when I say a mentor, I mean, all, all it was is just an exchange of emails, basically. However, I did have a bunch of deals that, that he looked over and he coached me. And that's really how I learned to price names um, and kind of gave me some of, his, some of his secret sauce, so to speak. And uh, nice. what I realized is that, that uh, I think my opinion is that we all sell too cheap, but since I didn't have a process, I was just happy with whatever, right? So right. what I realized was that he actually has a process. So then, then, I, then I, him coaching me and everything, I, I learned how to uh, properly price uh, domain names because I had actively negotiate, I was actively negotiating deals and he was giving me feedback sometimes the same day i did close some some bigger deals i think my coaching ended when i sold uh, uh, a ser- service services keyword name that would be the biggest uh services keyword name that that's not gonna be ever reported <laughs> wow. uh, just me just me and him know about it so mm. so as far as pricing goes I, I learned from him and um now did it change did it change how because before you were spraying and praying and, and right. you know while while it's one thing to get the quality the quantity the timing and the pricing bit down, did you have to change the proverbial lenses, so to say, in terms of <laughs> how you went about seeing domains as assets when you purchased? Because obviously it's like real estate, you know, you don't make your money when you sell, you make your money on the buy. Um, the and buy. so right. it's like domain names. So did you have, was there a mindset that you had to overcome in terms of your purchase pattern and, and what you were looking for and what you were willing to buy and not buy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good question. Um, and yeah, a lot of things had to change. Um, well, the first decision I made was was that, you know, I made some bigger sales. I'm like, now what do I do? So I just <laughs> I decided to go big and scale. I think I think this was probably the second most important decision. After getting a mentor, being number one, number two would be uh, go big. So you know, for all of you guys out there that, that are looking to get into the domain investing, uh, find a mentor. 
you know, plead, beg, uh, pay if you have to, you know. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the second step I'd, I'd, I'd recommend everybody to do is is uh, go big, Th- think big. Um, playing the, the small game, uh, um, it, it's going to give you good results, but, but we are, you know, in business, you got to scale. Right. Now, when you say go big, like give, give us a, give us a, a, a scale of, of what you're talking about in terms of oh, number went, of domains in a portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went from a um, couple of hundred uh, domain names to uh, thousands. Uh, and I, I'm looking. Wait, you said thousands uh, with an thousands. S, right? Thousands. Yes. Yes. I'm like, oh, I'm looking, wow. I'm looking to uh, even today. Um, even today I'm, I'm looking, okay, how, how do I get to 50,000? How do I get to a hundred thousand? But, uh, and where are you at today? Then, like, wh- <laughs> I guess how many, how many is a part of your portfolio today? Uh, uh, around, uh, I'd say around 10 K, 10 K names. Um, man, how do you keep up with that? <laughs> uh, it, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> and uh, Alvin, I, I'm the I'm the little guy. Uh, you know, Mike has three hundred thousand here. <laughs> you know, today uh, I know other guys that have fifty thousand and twenty thousand names, and you know, way larger portfolios than me. Mm. Uh, I, I started early. I dragged my feet, and just within the last uh, years, I started you know scaling. But anyways, go, going back. Um, from a couple of hundred names, I, I started uh, developing my system and I started buying big um, and, and a lot more names and scaling in the, in the quantity uh, side of things. Mm. And um, I was like, okay, well, I, I focused on only four niches, which would be healthcare, tech, finance, and the service industry. So those four categories. If the name doesn't fit in one of those, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. So Austin Tree Trimmers. Exactly. That, that would be a, a, a service uh, type. So that's, thing. gotcha. Okay. So Austin right. Nail Salon. Exactly. So uh, you. Yeah, not, those, also, those are geos. So yeah, yeah, great. Okay. Great names. You know, c- the coronavirus era we're, we're in, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got to say, um, plumbers are not going anywhere. You need, you need, you need a it's toilet. True. You work from <laughs> home. You need an internet. You need food, and you, you know, you need your health. You're gonna need a toilet, electricity. So I think plumbing names are gonna explode the next couple of years. You know, um, plumbing, electrical, HVAC, roofing. You know, if you have some solid roofing names, you're gonna do very well. Plumbing names, et cetera, et cetera. So. I, you know, I specialize in, in, in these four categories. Um, health is always, I mean, everybody's talking about vaccines and everything like that. I mean, it's never a better time to buy healthcare and health related names than right now. Yeah. Uh, same thing with tech. And when I say tech, I'm thinking e-commerce, uh, you know, crypto, everything, you, you know, right. everything is moving online. Uh, we live in the in the the Corona era where everything is switching online. You know, brick and mortar stores are getting kind of and they're getting hammered. They're getting hammered, clubbed to death. Yeah, I mean, they're they for the ones that that especially don't want to go online. They are getting hammered, right. and it and it's you know it, it's it's sad to see because to a certain extent this is that moment in history and time to where if you didn't make the pivot right ah uh, then you you know you kind of put you you put yourself behind the proverbial eight ball yeah you you you're in a bad spot you're in a bad spot if you're not joining the the ecom bandwagon as i say um you know i i recently got rid of uh, all my travel restaurants you know, airline companies. I mean, these industries are, to me, they're dead, you know, because of Corona. Uh, they're scrapping a cruise line. The cruise lines are scrapping ships in Turkey. They're selling them and, and they're dismantling ships for scrap. Uh, you know, so anything tourism related, 
anything uh, aviation. I mean, I think the airlines will probably ask for another bailout in 2021. Uh, And a lot of them will probably go under. Uh, Same thing with restaurants. Uh, I used to sell quite a few names in the food industry, restaurants and uh, cafe. Hmm. One of my favorite keywords used to be a caf- the cafe keyword and, you know, uh, restaurant keywords. Uh, they're dead. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dropping and I'm not buying at all. I mean, if you're a restaurant, uh, you know, ho- hotel names or anything like that or tourism, it's I, I don't invest. So and I wouldn't advice anybody to invest so then the names that you're investing in are are likely i'm I'm assuming then either geo or brandable keyword uh type names correct correct and so you know it'd be something like austincafe.com or Mm -hmm. what uh i guess what aardvark roofing is you know, I, I, let me give you an example. Um, some of my be- better geos would be like Los Angeles Roofing. Uh, stellar name, get offers all the time for it. Uh, you know, Portland Towing, uh, you know, Miami Furniture, you know, names like these generic geos um, are going to be in super high demand uh, moving into the future. Um, and then again, I only buy, I study sales or hours every day uh, and on weekends, and I only buy certain keywords. Hmm. I'm, I'm a keyword investor. I, you know, I, I, I look at previous sales. I study previous sales. I see what sells and uh, see what doesn't sell. And I, I make a list of my, fa- I keep a list of my favorite keywords. And then uh, uh, that's why I hand register and I've, I flip names that I've hand registered for, you know, a registration fee to four or five figures. Wow. Um, some of my favorite keywords would be, uh, uh, you know, financial keywords. Um, I can give you an example, um, management, finance, media, um, you know, the top popular ones. There, there's a lot of popular ones. and. A lot of people battle on them uh, at auctions <laughs> on, on names like that. Like media is a is a hot keyword. Uh, crypto is a hot keyword. Uh, group names, uh, hot keywords. Uh, construction, another hot keyword. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I only buy certain certain names based on data. Hmm. Ba- based on data. So. So then walk us through a, then just to give an example in, in terms of so you're you look at at sales, you look at this data, you uh-huh. uh, you know, you figure out, I guess you you run your own numbers, your data, then I'm uh-huh. assuming that you spend certain words uh for, for different uh-huh. domain names in that you go out and go to you know your favorite registrar, bulk search it. And then based on that, kind of walk us through kind of what goes through your mind in terms of if you have 500 domains, you throw at it, it returns 400. Like, is that, hey, I buy all 400 of those? <laughs> kind of what's your mindset? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, I don't. <laughs> I, you know, if you look at, at a list of, uh, if I look at a list of a thousand domain names, chances are I might register three, maybe four. Really? Um, Why is that? They they gotta pass through my filters, all my filters, and and one of my filter is, uh, it, the name has to have search volume, a minimum search volume, and a, a minimum uh, CPC cost per click. Mm. If the name has no search volume or a minimum cost per click, it's an automatic, it's my, an automatic no. Right, it's a um, no for you. Now it's a it, no for me. It doesn't mean exactly. that it doesn't have value, but at least. Per your strategy, it doesn't meet right. it doesn't meet the uh, cutoff. Right now, there are exceptions with brandable names. Some brandable names, made up words, or six letter dot coms, or you know something like that. Then there's a a, a different process I go about. But um, as far as you know, ninety percent of the names, if they don't have search volume and cost per click, don't just move move along. Move on to the next. <laughs> and we keep walking, <laughs> moving right, right along. 
Right. Then, then I, I'd say I have uh, the list of my keywords and my favorite keywords um, that, that I prefer. By the time I apply my keywords filter on the a, a thousand name batch that I'm looking at, that's gonna pretty much drop that list to maybe 20 options that, that you know, meet the search volume, cost per click, and my keyword requirements. Uh, and then from that, that smaller list of 20, I go further into research and I research uh, manually each name uh, for about two to three minutes. Usually on that list, I got to a point where, you know, I know the two, three right off the bat that I'm going to end up with. Right. Um, and uh, those are names like, um, uh, let me give you a, an example of a recent sale I had, Warrior Management. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, keyword management is one of my favorites. And then Warrior, the other keyword, uh, put together it has some search volume um you know you do a little bit of digging and research there's a lot of end users for it so boom that that would be the type of name i'd buy for my list uh here's another one that a recent sale that i had was um westwinggroup.com okay so very simple group another hot keyword that that I buy all the time. Uh, this one is actually, I guess you'd call it a three word.com, Westwing right. group. Correct. Uh, so then in a, in a list, I automatically, okay, Westwing group. So I, I take that name, put it through my filters, and I'll be like, okay, search volume, cost per click, uh, you know, possibly some end users. Uh, that'd be another name I'd pick. Um, so, uh, just, just basically I have a process and certain filters and I, uh, filter, oh, some days up to 10,000 names a day and I may oh. get 10 to 20, uh, 10 to 20 gems. I'll find 10 to 20 gems in there that I would uh, hand register uh, okay. every day, every day, same process, you know, if it's, uh, health tech finance and service industry if it's got cost per click and search volume does it mean my keyword requirements and then boom uh, uh you know uh, do a little research and uh, it's very simple very, very simple uh, uh, uh process i created and um i don't buy anything else so so like no no expired options so you're not getting in there bidding and battling not much <laughs> These Not days. I, I have, I have, uh, you know, there's drop catch. There's, right. um, uh, I, I'm the guy that's on, uh, on GoDaddy closeouts, you know, filtering <laughs> GoDaddy closeouts for 12 bucks. That's where I'm clean up, man. The cleanup man. I'm the cleanup man. I, I let, I let the other guys pay, you know, a couple of grand or whatever on fourletter.coms. And there's obviously some uh, great brandables that, get auctioned every day, but I'm right. like, no, nah, I, I, I'm going to do my, uh, I'm going to leverage quantity. And, and a lot of guys will not agree with me, which is perfectly <laughs> fine. But, you know, if, if, if I help somebody else out or, you know, if I spark somebody else's interest and, and they want to, if you have no money and you want to start, uh, there's other ways than, than uh, uh, just buying super expensive names and, and holding them for 10, 20 years and, you know, and hope to cash out. That's not me. I'm not, I'm not that, <laughs> I don't, I don't play that game. Um, so then tell me I, this. So now you, you hit a point. So you said it's simple for you. And, and I, and while it is because you have a process, you have a system, you have rhyme yeah. and reason for what you're doing. And so while that's good, I think probably the critical point I know that most listeners, especially new domain investors and probably some some seasoned domain investors even wonder mm -hmm. about is it, it's easy enough to buy. But I think many times domain investors can get trapped into the euphoric feeling of buying. So I purchased this domain. But now what? Like, what's the next step? It's <laughs> part of my portfolio, but. Okay, well, 
Now what do I do? What are my next steps? Is it parking? Is it, you know, outbounding? Is it setting up landers, adding it to marketplace? Like what's your, what's your thought process there? So um, here, here's another one that, that, that I strongly believe in. Um, distribution is king. I, I, you know, and when I say distribution is king, I say, and I'm going to ask you and your audience, do you guys think that Starbucks is the best coffee in the world? No, but they're on every, every other corner. Exactly. So I, I, Starbucks is not the best coffee in the world, but they're the, the most popular. They're the most advertised. They're the most seen and the most consistent. So um, I love Starbucks, you know, because I know I always know what, what I get out of out of uh, my uh, coffee latte, right? <laughs> every corner. So in my opinion, even though the little small coffee shop that nobody has heard about is probably has the best coffee. In my opinion, Starbucks is the best because mm. they, they dominate and they have the best distribution. Um, how do we apply this to domain sales? Well, let's get back to domain sales. Um, now, now that you have some names, I strongly, strongly suggest that uh, you should list your names on um, Afternick, Sidu, uh, uh, maybe Dan.com. Um, however, I, I list on all three. I, I list on all three. It takes a lot of more time. It's it's actually you can only imagine how much time it takes to deal with with thousands of names. It, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of time. Right. But after Nick and GoDaddy has the biggest distribution network. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, you have to be on after Nick and GoDaddy. You just have to be. If right. you want sales and consistent sales, you have to be. Um, then Cedo, 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 I don't know, whatever you guys call it. I call it Cedo. <laughs> uh, they uh, appeal to a lot of the, the Euro buyers uh, because I think their partners are like uh, Yonos in Europe and uh, one in one domains, I think, mm-hmm. also is a partner of Cedo. Uh, so then, so Cedo also uh, reaches the European market uh, better than Afternic does. Uh. So uh, what I do is first li- list on Cedo, and because uh, they have automatic verification, you can do the DNS verification, or you know you can do a text record and you right. know to add all your names and price. And then maybe wait a couple of days and jump on after Nick and then list my names, my new acquisitions on after. Uh, and then what you could do is you could um, leave after Nick Landers. I had great success. Uh, or you could maybe switch to uh, Dan Landers because they charge a little bit less commission. Mm. 9% instead of. 15 or 20. Um, so, so yeah, distribution is king. Uh, some people will say, well, you don't want to put your names everywhere and spam them everywhere. <laughs> that I, is true. That's not me. Okay. Um, I, if you're in sales, you got to get in front of people. Uh, you you, you got to be on, on all platforms. Uh, right. You know, I know Rick doesn't agree with my statement, but 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 Rick has a million dollar assets. We don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> the so, domain king so, Rick Schwartz. That is indeed. That's true. That's true. Yes. He, you know, he he uh, some of his advice is like, oh, don't put your names everywhere. I don't agree with that. I think you should not spam people. But I do think that distribution is king and you should have them on on a CDU, after Nick, uh, maybe even a custom lander. In the end. Right. I don't know. So as far as the marketplaces go, that's my preference. That's how I do it. Uh, you don't have to do it like I do. Uh, I'm not a financial advisor. So please, guys, whatever I say, consult with your financial advisor. do uh, Before you make any financial decisions. So. Definitely. So then tell me, tell me this, like if you had anybody, obviously you had the 
you were you were graced with the opportunity to be, I guess, uh, mentored by Mike Mann. Now, if there were anybody that you'd like to sit down with to have a conversation about domains, who would that person be and why? Uh, well, uh, you always got to reach up. That's my opinion. <laughs> and uh, I'd want to reach up a little further, like uh, maybe talk to uh, Frank Schilling, if I could, one yeah. day. Uh, I mean, he's the, uh, uh, I think he did his exit at the right time and, you know, GoDaddy acquired uh, Uni Registry. Oh, and uh, he would be the, the guy to talk to next, as far as I'm concerned, because, uh, you know, mergers and acquisitions, that, that's the next level, you know, above and beyond. Um, so uh, he, he'd, uh, and, and, and that's why I'm saying, join a mastermind group or get a mentor. Uh, and then once you become the smartest person in the room, keep reaching up. So then wrapping up, uh, I guess, what would your advice be to someone who's starting their journey in domain investing? Like, where is the first place they should, they should start? First place they should start. Um, it's like have money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to the bank. <laughs> Go to the bank. <laughs> hey, but, you know they're giving money at the bank for free. You don't have to rob them today, guys. There's like almost zero percent interest rates. <laughs> you just run with the wheelbarrow and be like, hey, fill it, fill it up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, my goodness. I think. I think that the first step for, for new domain investors, they got to decide which path they're going to take. Uh, do you want to do, uh, do you want to buy quality names and go on that path? Right. Or do you want to maybe build your own system and, and do quantity and less quality? And, uh, you, you know, if you want cash flow. So first step would be you have to make a decision. Uh, the, the, the next uh, thing I'd recommend for a new investor is find a mentor or join a mastermind group mm -hmm. or join uh, the domaining academy or you know there's all kinds of programs out there to uh, better yourself so reach up you know when you're at the bottom when you're the little guy the only way you could really go is up Unless you do the spraying and praying and you just wing it, <laughs> then you go down. <laughs> That's all right. So, when digging a hole, stop and put the shovel down. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, get some help right out the gate. Uh, you know, I wish I didn't waste so much time. Yeah. I would be, you know, if I was going to go back to 10 years ago, uh, I wish I'd got a mentor, then I wish I would have. Uh, you know, think big and go big. Mm. Uh, that would be my next advice. And then, uh, you know, keep scaling and keep improving. That, that That's awesome. For, for new investors out there. Don't spend money. Be frugal and get help first. Right. So, right. Inve invest in yourself. Invest in yourself first. Right. If you, you, you know, if you have $5,000, you invest in yourself first. Don't. It doesn't apply just to domains. Don't you, you you know don't don't just go blow it on buy you know equipment and uh, tools and you know first you gotta invest in yourself so, right and then right. make a, make a decision and uh, uh, build build a process and a system. Um, I do not believe that life is a journey, guys. If you're one of those guys that believe that life is a journey and there's a rainbow at the end, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Shoot, I, I thought I, life I, was a highway. I, who, who, who knew? Exactly. Uh, it's a process. I believe it's a process, and I'm tackling things that way. I'm not the journey guy, not me. So, yeah. <laughs> That's all. Well, last but not least, I mean, is there anything that you would like to share with listeners in terms of how they can get in contact with you or how they can follow you on social media? The, the reason I decided to, uh, in the first place, to to kind of come out and and uh, and share uh, with with all these domain, you know, with you and the domain investors and domain investing yeah. world is because I believe there's a lot of people that can and will not. Mm. Um, I'm the guy that that will give you, you know, the the secret sauce for free, and I do that on uh, usually on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. You can uh, follow me 
at alexverda.com, A-L-E-X-V-E-R-D-E-A on Twitter. My man drops tips and tricks I drop, daily. Exactly. I drop tips and tricks every day. If, if you want to uh, build a system like I do, I'm every day doing uh, hand rec tips. Uh, doing negotiation tactics. I'm a sales guy too. I'm passionate about sales. So, you know, I discuss a lot of sales topics too. Uh, I'm actually probably the only guy that I know that I don't just report a sale. Uh, Recently, I've been given screenshots of how did the negotiation, you know, behind the curtain, how did the negotiation occur and how did the deal got closed? I think that helps investors more than just saying, oh, I sold his name for this amount of money. I don't think you give a lot of value that way. So I give a lot of sales tips, hand registration tips, and everything like that. So Twitter, at Alex Verda. That's how they can, uh, your audience can find me. Awesome. Well, with that, we're out of time. So Alex, thank you again for joining us today and sharing your domain investing experience. Alvin, thank you for having me. It was, uh, it was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you listeners for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks, and that's all for now.